Welcome to Sasquatch Ain't My Baby, where we take you on a journey of the unexplained. I'm your host, Dave. This is Kate. Hi, friends. What's up, Kate? Not much. What's up with you? Podcasting, you know, chilling. Cool. Drinking beers that you gave me. I'm hungry. Are you really? <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, the soup of the day is shark fin. We already had that. Oh. <laughs> Pork blood. Pork I'm not blood hungry soup. anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to help you out because we don't actually have the soup. <laughs> so I got to turn you off of it. One day we'll have the soup. We'll do one of those, what are they called? Mukbangs or mukbangs. I don't know what that is. It's where people on the internet like get a bunch of food. It's kind of like ASMR except for it's people eating and talking. Are you sure that's not porn for like people who are like really into people who eat? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> the internet is a strange place. What'd you do this week, Kate? I had a very exciting week. Well, do tell. On the weekend, I went to the My Favorite Murder Live podcast show in Vancouver. And? I met Karen and Georgia and they fixed my dress for me and asked me if I got from Mod Cloth and I said, no, Target. <laughs> And then they said, oh, I shopped there too. <laughs> and I was like, yay. <laughs> They're very nice and a lot shorter than I was expecting. Like, well, That's useful. Yeah. We, I, with my heels on, I was around their height. And that was very thrilling to me because I'm used to like meeting people and them towering over me. And I would have been so much more intimidated if they were taller. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, had, you were VIP. You got to meet them. Mm-hmm. Did you tell them about the show? No. You coward. Well, it was very, like, a limited time that you got to be around them. I know. So. I figured. Yeah. I should have just been like, here. Um, yeah. But. <laughs> That's yeah. all right. Next time. Next time. They did call out a Canadian podcast, though, during the show. Oh, yeah? Which one? Uh, it's called Dark Poutine, and it's a true crime one. And because she used it as a reference for her story. <laughs> or cool. uh, Georgia did. So. Yeah, I've never heard it, so I don't know who they are. Yeah. Although, which one's which in the picture? I'll show you later. All right. Um, although, I've got a beef with Karen these days. Oh, really? Why? <laughs> because <laughs> severed feet aren't a murder. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she really? She did the severed feet story. And, I mean, maybe because we know how they detach and, like, it's generally explained, like, we're familiar mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. It's not a murder. And then the one that they posted today was another live show. And it was also not a murder. <laughs> <laughs> and in the past, they've done some episodes where I've been, like, mad at them because I'm like, that's not a murder. <laughs> there's only so many murders in the world yeah, the that we- are interesting. No, there's tons of murders in the world. And they're all interesting. <laughs> um, but I understand well, why. No, not continue. But I totally understand, like, why they would choose to go kind of like the more lighthearted route for their live shows. Also, it's local. Yeah. So that helps. But there's also a ton of local stories. Do they talk about Picton? No, they actually have said on record that they probably would not do Picton in a live show because of how um, fucked up it is. Yeah, and like heavy and like it's just messed up. So they did the Abbotsford Killer and they did Severed Feet. All right. Speaking of severed feet, I got a <gasps> DVD in the mail yesterday. Tell me about it. Severed footage. Yes. I haven't watched it yet. Well, it'll be for later. Yeah. 
should we tell them what it's for? Why you sure, bought yeah. it? Because I guess they'll probably be up and running by the time this airs. Uh, yeah. Because we. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Bonus episodes, mini episodes. Yeah. Boom, bitches. It's very exciting. <laughs> We're gonna try and do it as often as we can. Yeah. But it's hard. Give us a break. It's just aim for two a month at this point. That's fair. Like every other Wednesday. Okay. Is that fair? Yep. Okay. I hope you enjoyed the last one. <laughs> <laughs> or two, possibly. Or two. We don't know yet. <laughs> it's a surprise for everybody. <laughs> it's the future and the past. Time isn't linear. That's what we've just discovered in this podcast. Yeah. Anyway, what are we doing today? Ghosts. And I'm starting. You are starting. Which means you have a surprise for me, but I don't get it until you do yours. Yeah. Bummer. I'm well, running out of beer. <laughs> I know, but I already gave you a beer. Yeah. Do you want to tell them what it is? Oh, yeah, sure. Freedom 35. If you watch Trailer Park Boys, you know what it is. Yeah. Watch I just it. It's thought a great it was show. a fun thing. It's like when you go to the store and you see some candy and you're like, my nephew might like that. And you grab it. I don't have any nephews. No, I do. And then but that's how I felt when I saw it at the liquor store. I also got ID'd. And then the guy oh. said, well, I think he might have been 40. <laughs> but he goes, you just look really young. And I was like, <laughs> No. Oh, you. Me? Oh, let me just get my ID. And then I pull out my ID. They're like, we don't need that. <laughs> and then he was like, here you go, Katie. And then I couldn't find my second piece. So he just like picked up my debit card that doesn't even have a name on it and like looked at it in front of the camera. And then he was like, yep, you're good. Fucking retarded. Thank you. All right, ghosts. Ghosts. I hopped across the pond to England for England. both of my stories. Because I made a special request that you stay out of Canada. <laughs> yes. You said no Eastern Canada, so I kept going east to England. <laughs> You're like, all right, well, where does the east start in Canada? That's basically anywhere other than Vancouver Island. <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes sense. But I was thinking Maritimes. Avoid the Maritimes. Yeah. All right. You ever heard of Chillingham Castle? Mm -mm. Well, it's a very chilling story. <laughs> How long do you think on that one? Not very long. <laughs> Just came up with it right now. Awesome. All right. It's a castle in the village of Chillingham, Northumberland. 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 Chillingham. You don't say the H in England. Chillingham. Did you know that? It's... You don't say the H? Chillingham, not Chillingham. Yeah, they just pronounce things weird. Wrong. Like, Wrong. Worcestershire. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah, anything with Shire is sure. Yeah. Lancashire. It's like the English invented the language, but they just fucked it up. Anyway, sorry, guys, in England. <laughs> or they invented it and we just decided Have you no. ever heard Cockneys? Yeah. They talk in rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> They're old-timey trolls under a bridge. That's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Have you ever seen Lock, Stock, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels? Mm-mm. Uh, you're useless. <laughs> All right. Well, just a, an example. A bird's nest. Mm-hmm. What well, What is that? Twigs in a tree. It's a chest. Oh. So you say, Australian. oh, I just got punched in the bird's nest. No, you got punched in the chest. Yeah. See, it's stupid. You can't rhyme words and think people know what you're saying. Get your life together, England. Birds. Cockneys. Okay. Yeah. How, bird's nest just rhymes with chest? Yeah. So it's chest. Oh. See how stupid that is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is a really good sear. Beer. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? Exactly. Anyway. Now you're just being confusing to the listeners because they can't see your beer. <laughs> they oh. can't sear your beer. <laughs> <laughs> We're the worst. In the late 12th century, Chillingham Castle was a monastery. That's how it started. Latin, Latin, Latin. That's, well, I got other history, but that's early history. Uh, 1298, King Edward I. You know him, right? Yeah, he's the first one. <laughs> exactly. He's the guy who fought William Wallace. You don't know who William Wallace is? No. Oh, is he the guy from Highlander? Or not Highlander. Braveheart. Braveheart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So on his way to battle the Scots led by William Wallace. Is Highlander there can be only one? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Also Scottish though. I mean Highlander (laughs) makes sense. Sean Connery. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. On his way to battle William Wallace. He stayed there for a shitload of time. Uh, That's pretty much all the history I got. Doesn't really matter. We're just going to talk about ghosts. The castle is now haunted. There was a man named John Sage, who was one of the best warriors Edward had on the field. But when he was wounded, he was taken back to Chillingham Castle, and he was made head torturer. <laughs> Real solid stand-up guy. And he loved his job. Aww. And he hated the Scots. But you know what? When you love your job... That's when you know you're living the life that you should be living. Live your best life, girl. Like <laughs> By torturing Scottish people. Yeah. All right. If that's what you enjoy. All right. Hey, fine. Whatever you're into. <laughs> um, where was I? I read all that already. Um, he tortured about 50 people a week for well over three years. Still a good guy? Still happy about him? I mean, that seems like a pretty high, good quota. Like, sounds I like mean, he's efficient at he it. He was very good at his job. <laughs> he used all sorts of shit. But as the war was coming to an end, he didn't want to let the people go. And he made a plan to get rid of the prisoners. And uh, He didn't want to let them go. He wanted to keep them. Exactly. He needed to get rid of them. Not in a happy way, like in a Hitler's final solution way. (laughs) So he took the kids to the king's room, also known as the killing room now, and it overlooked the courtyard. Beautiful. Oh, it was lovely. 
He took all the kids' parents and all just every man and woman out into the courtyard and burned them all alive so the kids could watch. He then went back upstairs with his axe and killed all the kids. Good guy. Stand up. <laughs> but he killed the daughter of one of the tribe leaders. Scottish tribe leaders, I guess. <laughs> And so they strung him up and mutilated him. And the villagers went, like, one by one. They'd cut off, like, pieces of him. Took his nose, his toes, his testicles as souvenirs. You know someone's grandma out there has a shriveled up dry <laughs> testicle in, like, a hope chest. Yep. <laughs> that it, she's going to pass down <laughs> to the next generation. This is John Sage's balls. <laughs> uh, he was then left there to die. Because, fuck that guy. Uh, and yeah, now he just haunts his torture room. Just kind of chills there, makes noise. Nothing crazy, really. But I just want to talk about him because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, more on the castle. It's been renovated and restored over many years, obviously, since the 12th century. Which probably stirs up more ghosts. Well. Ghosts of the architect saying, fuck you, I built this with a design in mind and you're screwing it up come on <laughs> as they did this <laughs> they definitely disturbed some shit because they found a lot of hidden rooms and crawl spaces behind like brick walls and shit <gasps> were there people like stoned into the walls like bricked in uh, in one of them a man and a child were found hiding in a <gasps> small underground vault no one Ooh. even knows why they were there um It's not really on topic. Oh, it is. In the killing room where he killed all those kids, I guess, mm -hmm. people often feel overwhelming sadness and they can smell human blood. Hmm. That should have been before I mentioned. What does human blood smell like? I don't know. Iron? Hmm. Maybe. Cut yourself. <laughs> <laughs> don't cut yourself. I was talking to you. I know, but I'm just saying don't <laughs> to someone who thought you were talking to them. Oh. The most famous ghost is the blue boy. Um, he was found behind one of the brick walls with his fingers, his finger bones worn down to basically nothingness because he, he tried to scratch to his way up. <gasps> oh. Yeah, that poor little blue boy. Why is he called blue boy? Because they found scraps of blue clothing mm. with him and some documents. Isn't that like a song? Like, little boy blue and the man in the moon. Yes, When he it comes is. home, son, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cat Stevens? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Well, it's Cats in the Cradle, so maybe the song. Right, that may be where so, I, <laughs> I don't think it's Cats in the Cradle by Cat Stevens. Google it right now. Um... He's often seen in the pink room where his body was found. I don't know what the pink room means, but it's a room. And, uh, uh, yeah, hit me. Well, the main one that came up was Harry Chapin. That's not who I was thinking. And, but Johnny Cash also has a version. That's definitely not what I was thinking. Um, Ugly Kid Joe also sings. That may be a different song completely. Harry Chapin. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Oh, there is Cat Stevens songs as a list of 
but that might be just my phone listening to me. Did you go to like Spotify? No, I went to Google. Cats in the Cradle. Harry Chapin. Yeah, that's on the, the one. Harry Chapin. <laughs> <laughs> um, final note. Visitors often report their hair being pulled, arm scratched, and the feelings of being bitten. Hmm. And that is the story of the most haunted castle in England, Chillingham Castle. Chillingham. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's called a callback yes all right yeah your turn cool my turn hey dave would you like a beer i would love a beer don't worry i've already discovered that's a twist top what does this beer have to do with anything so we're going all the way to nova scotia to alexander keith's brewery what? What? No shit? <laughs> yeah. So I have now handed Dave an Alexander Keith's India Pale Ale from the brewmaster himself. Well, not from himself because he's super dead. But. <laughs> Is Alexander Keith the one with the commercials? There's commercials. We're going to talk about those. I think my friend just went on a tour there. I might be thinking of a different brewery though. Okay. But it's in Nova Scotia and he lives there. So that makes sense. All right. Is this, um, what's his name? What's his name? Ryan. Ryan, yeah. Thank you for the beer and this beer. All both, the beers. Both from Nova Scotia. Yay. I assume this is from Nova Scotia. I mean, it's Trailer Park Boys. Well, it's probably Anheuser Bush and Bev, but. <laughs> All right, keep talking. I'll find All it. All right, so let's start with some history of who Alexander Keith was. So he is born in Scotland in 1795, and he trained to be a brewer in Edinburgh? Edinburgh. Edinburgh? Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yeah. Thanks. I knew you'd know how to say it, and I didn't. I knew I'd say it wrong. Uh, And London. I can say that one. No, London. (laughs) (laughs) When he immigrated to Canada, how do you pronounce that one? (laughs) Canada. He founded the Alexander Keith Brewing Company in Halifax, Nova Scotia in 1920. The the brewery was moved to a building on Hollis Street, um, which I believe that's where it is today. I could ask Ryan. Yeah, ask him. He's asleep. (laughs) Damn it, Ryan. He's in Nova Scotia. (laughs) Okay. So he was also a politician. He was mayor of Halifax from 1843 and then again in 1853 to 54 and he was also part of provincial parliaments um, from 67 until his death in 73 so wait he was a brewer and he was the mayor yeah he was really like, heavily into politics he was yeah. also part of like parliament and like um legislation and all that jazz that's almost like a mayor being on crack <laughs> <laughs> i'm looking at you toronto <laughs> <laughs> um he was a pu- he was also the public leader of the Freemasons in Halifax. Uh, he eventually became a Grand Master, which if you've seen the documentary on Netflix about the Freemasons, it turns out they're super boring. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say something cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just so a bunch of old nerds. 
<laughs> now they're but do they have me. any like super secrets like illuminati shit you know what they probably just put out that uh documentary to like throw me off their trail definitely okay um he now has four masonic lodges named after him except for i got that bit of information off of wikipedia uh and then they proceeded to list five lodges <laughs> oh <laughs> okay yeah so uh, this is why i won't donate to you wikipedia no matter how many times you ask um <laughs> people you guys should donate to wikipedia they're doing it, fine it, it saves a lot of our asses i got like 55 percent of my information off wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> no we did we did the footwork to find this information no internet was involved i went to england <laughs> Okay, so Dave went to England <laughs> 20 minutes before this podcast. Uh, I did this research several days ago. Sorry, that was the bonus episode. Um, okay, so he's also <laughs> the associated with the following groups. North British Society, the Highland Society. That's probably why I had Highlander in my head. Uh, wait, that's... Oh, he is a Scotsman. Mm-hmm. Right. I was thinking Irish for some reason. Nope. I'm Irish. Um, the Halifax Mechanics Library, which also sounds super boring um and the nova scotia auxiliary council in a variety of different aspects so that, what's like, an auxiliary council beats me don't what's care a mechanic library sounds like like sounds to me like people like put that this is how you build something and then it's like archives of it like i don't know like blueprints or something like but that's all the library has i don't know i'm not the owner of it <laughs> go to nova scotia ask them <laughs> i mean yeah okay you were uh, just there but <laughs> so after he died he was buried in camp hill cemetery um his bu- birthday is october 5th and it's often marked by people leaving beer bottles and caps on it and occasionally flowers and cards well, that's nice mm-hmm. so the brewery's products uh in the beginning included um ale so the iconic india pale ale um porter ginger wine and table and spruce beers i haven't heard of those last three table wine you've never heard of table wine i thought you meant table beer (laughs) oh yeah table beer ginger wine was the other one i said yeah i don't know what that is it's just wine made of ginger well table is probably just like a table wine but in beer form but not wine. Okay, what was the last one? I have no idea one? what a spruce beer spruce is. Spruce beer. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I'm going to look it up yeah. later. Um, it's one of the oldest commercial breweries in North America, and it was originally only available in the Maritimes. So he was the OG craft brewer. <laughs> the OG craft <laughs> brewer. It's now mass produced in plants across Canada and also in Baldwin- Baldwinsville new york usa um it was sold to olin breweries in 1921 and in 1971 um wait i wrote in 1971 didn't it open in 1920 yeah and he sold it in 1921 and then i'm gonna go with i don't know what i actually wrote down here because i didn't make a complete sentence so at some point it sold to olin breweries 1921 plays in here at some point and same with 1971 at some point 
but we don't know how. <laughs> but today it is a, subsid- a subsidiary of Anheuser-Busch InBev, which owns pretty much every conglomerate beer to yeah. exist to this day. I wrote a I mean, paper really. on them when, when it came uh, A lot of the big beers are well, like, Molson. probably owned by Anheuser-Busch. That's sad. So. What about... No, I got nothing else. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I wrote a big paper about Anheuser-Busch InBev in university for one of my anthropology classes because we had to write, I think the paper was on like, it was either on capitalism or it was on um, consumer. It's probably consumerism. That makes more sense. And then it started. I mean, they're pretty much the same thing, aren't they? Yeah, and then I started off, I think, talking about, like, marketing and beer, and then it basically turned into Anheuser-Busch InBev owns everything, and it competes <laughs> with this, but it also competes with itself, and it's confusing, and there's, like, a lot of things that I don't remember. But. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, the India Pale Ale was its most, there uh, is the current most popular line, uh, followed by the Red Amber Ale and the Premium White Ale, and also the Light Ale. I haven't had an Alexander Keith in so long. I'm pretty excited. It's okay. <laughs> in America, it's labeled as Keith's Nova Scotia style pale ale, um, lager, and brown ale. Right. They're also in the se- are in the business of seasonal products now. Just so you know, in the early 20th century, uh, archived recipes showed high levels of hopping and large all malt fills. Um, whatever that means <laughs> for you beer all malt bills yeah yeah i don't know um they had no use of corn and which would have been typical of beers at the time however compared to today's current beers it doesn't actually meet the accepted criteria for an ipa no it doesn't taste like an ipa no. the sip i just had yeah um maybe because they don't use corn and you said it's an all malt thing it's an, a malt beer so it uses like barley malt instead of corn i mean i don't know i'm not a beer expert i'm good at drinking them (laughs) um yeah so in 1993 beer uh i'm just going to talk about three of their major beer commercials okay and then i'm going to go on a tangent Okay. During this. Okay, so 1993, they had a beer commercial, which I remember, of two old-timey dudes in a big room wearing, like, old-timey wigs. Like uh, one of those powdered wigs? Yeah. Um, They're going off about a lost ship and how sad it is that they aren't coming back because they were on their way to Nova Scotia. And then it cuts to a bunch of people in Nova Scotia with beer kegs and having a good time. So they're not coming back because of the beer in Nova Scotia. Because those who like it, like it a lot. But nobody likes Nova Scotia. (laughs) Do they have that as the logo on here? Or is that just like something that they stopped? Um, I've always seen the the stag. Yeah. So this is probably what you remember. Right. um, Is the super Scottish dude in the knit sweater. It was a series of commercials. Uh huh. So that sounds familiar. Yeah. So there's one where super Scottish do get super um, aggressive, thinking that they're out of Keith's because they said they had no more on tap. Oh. Do they have bottles? 
They had bottles. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. He also gets super butthurt in a different one over a guy who <laughs> peels labels. The label peeler. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one <laughs> I remember. Alexander Keith had hand-drawn them himself, and then he proceeds to cock-block the label peeler. Well, you shouldn't peel labels. Mm -hmm. Then he also gives a very iconic eulogy to a beer that was dropped on the floor. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yep. <laughs> and then he hates super hard on the spilly talker. Mm -hmm. And again, those who like it, like it a lot. <laughs> it was all a bunch of like real Seinfeld-esque stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay, but here's the thing. Uh -huh. Robert Smith, that actor portraying the beer-obsessed Scotsman, mm -hmm. was charged with possession of child pornography in 2006. Oh, way to bring <laughs> me down. And was convicted in 2008, so the series of ads was actually pulled from mainstream television. I was just so happy remembering the nostalgia of those commercials, and you just ruined it. Well, you're in luck. They are on YouTube. I don't want to watch that guy, though. Okay. Um, that This information actually isn't on his Wikipedia page, which to me would be like a key factor on someone's Wikipedia. And we you don't think he's going in there and taking it off as soon as he can? Maybe, yeah. Um, but... Yeah, and during that time, he got some gigs up until 2008. So he got a gig playing Canadian president um, on something. He also did a bunch of voice acting between 2006 and 2008. Canadian president? Yeah, that sounds like a comedy of some sort. Okay, because you know that's not a thing, right? I know. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> um, but there's nothing after his uh, conviction, but I assume he's out by now. Um, he received a 21-month sentence, and after his release, he was only allowed to see his own children under supervision and only able to have access to a computer in a work setting. So he was charged in February of 2006, which was five months after the Toronto police first observed him downloading videos and images of sexually exploited children in the most 2000s kind of way. And can you guess it, what it is? Most 2000s kind of way. Yeah. A file sharing. MSN. No. <laughs> LimeWire. So oh, LimeWire. <laughs> the, the thing that you straight up logged on, downloaded, like, everything you possibly could. Including viruses. Including viruses. Ruining your mom's computer just so <laughs> you can get the unedited version of the latest Eminem song. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, Holy shit, LimeWire. I yeah. forgot about LimeWire. Yeah, and then put it right on to your first generation iPod Nano. <laughs> I didn't have one of those. I did. I had like a cheap little knockoff MP3 player. A Zune? No, it was way cheaper than that. Oh. Thanks, thanks for the MP3 player, Mom. It actually was pretty awesome at the time. <laughs> so they found 1,100 files containing child pornography and 14 CDs with titles, which included... Well, I'm not sure how to pronounce this because it's spelled weird. I'm going to go with uh, Woohoo Wow, but it also could be Hoohoo Wow because it's spelled W-H-O-O dash. This makes me hate this guy -O -O. so much more. Wow. Because he's like writing shit. I mean, I hate him already because he's, like, he's looking at child porn, but he's like, yeah, labeling it like that. Yeah. Fuck this Oh, it's guy. probably Hoohoo. Yeah, like a cat call whistle. Yeah. Can you do one? No. No. Hoohoo Wow. Gross. I really don't like this guy at all. <laughs> so in 
So after that was all pulled, they brought it back with kind of like a more updated, um, people are more connected these days through technology mm-hmm. um, type of commercial. And it's I'm going to call it Dave the commercial. Why? <laughs> because there's a bunch <laughs> of friends. Like it cuts between different scenes and different scenarios. So a guy in an elevator, um, a friend's or someone on a date, some a guy with his like wife in the kitchen, a couple of like girlfriends chatting, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. And they all say Dave in different tones, like Dave, Dave, Dave. That's my friend Dave. <laughs> <laughs> um, in either like funny, disgust, or like amazement, like et cetera, et cetera. So later we cut to the bar. They're all there having a good time. And Dave walks in. I'm so excited. That's my name. So they all exclaim his name. They go, Dave! And he, and raise their beer at him. And he goes, all right, who shared the pick? Because um, I'm assuming it's a dick pick at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's not upset about it, though, which, like, I mean, if someone's sharing your dick pick, you should be pretty fucking upset. Um, and then it proud c- of his dick pick. <laughs> and then it cuts to a beer, and it says, some things are meant to be shared. Some are not. That's some primo <laughs> marketing there. All Except right. nobody's ever seen it because nobody has cable. <laughs> so we're through the tangents. We're going to go into ghosts. Oh, yeah. This is about ghosts, <laughs> <laughs> not history of beer. <laughs> Welcome to Kate's Beer Podcast, where we talk about beer and we drink beer. If you want to do a beer podcast, beer, beer, I'll beer. do that. Beer. Beer. It can be part of Squatchy Reviews. Sasquatch drank my beer. Mm-hmm. The spinoff show. Yeah. <laughs> um cool. Cool. Co- copyrighted dave cape petty yeti productions i'm just gonna let people know now anything i say on this show is copyrighted <laughs> <laughs> we own everything that is ever said on this show if you're a guest and you say something we own it <laughs> cool legit okay uh so go sighting so 140 years after his death Alexander Keith is said to still watch over the brewery. Well, that's good. Um, the brewery. <laughs> I'm trying really hard not to do a rural drawer here. Rural drawer. Brewery. Okay, so wait. What What are you trying to say? Rural brewery. No, just No, you're not saying brewery. Sh- oh, you can't say brewery? I'm just trying to like overpronounce it so I don't say it. Brewery. <laughs> brewery. That's brewery. how you say it, though. I know, but I just like. I'm feeling very rural juror, self-conscious right now. (laughs) Oh, rural juror. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the brewery was connected through an underground hallway to Keith's original house. The brewery tour ends in a tasting room in his old basement. What? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So people have heard footsteps running or slowly walking down the hallway. Um... They've also sometimes hear people with a handcart uh, used for tr- transporting kegs, like squeaking down the hallway, like, mm-hmm. ee, 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 keg, keg, keg. <laughs> <laughs> um, How the sound the cart would, the sound the cart would make if it was on Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah. um, they sometimes see a man sitting in the bar as well, um, or but it, in another source it said that he might possibly be a sailor. Just like, hmm. which makes sense. It's the Maritimes. Sure, for sure. They got boats. 
um, or a woman wearing 19th century clothing. Um, the other source says that woman could be wearing a purple and green dress. Um, although they do have actors in period clothing around the establishment today, one actor who witnessed her um, knew that, that she was a ghost because none of the other actors had a dress that was that color. Uh, this actor had been whistling a tune. Excuse me. When she heard someone whistle the same, or he maybe, he heard someone whistle the same tune back to him. So thinking he wasn't alone, he went to go find out who was whistling with him. And in the games room, he saw the edge of the dress, but no one was actually in there. So thinking that someone was playing a joke, he walked down the hallway into the courtyard um, again to find no one. When he looked back to the games room, the woman was in the in the dress was staring back at him. He did not recognize her, and in just a moment of looking away, like blinking, she disappeared. Cool. So CTV Suzette Bellavo joined the, a team of paranormal investigators for a CTV article, um, although they didn't credit the paranormal act investigator group in this particular one so i'm not sure who she did it with but i've got another group to talk about all right um so the activity recorded during this investigated investigation included an emf reader lighting up um the experienced investigator oh it says with her was darcy o'neill so they said one of the people's names um explaining is that a man or a woman yeah it could be both right yeah darcy uh, explaining that they don't get that quite often, which I feel like they probably do. That's a more common thing, right? EMF readers, like the yeah, the little handheld thing. Yeah, I mean, if like you and I were sitting here, like nothing would happen. But if we went to like a ghostly place, we'd probably be like EMF all up <laughs> in this bitch. <laughs> I guess. Okay. Um, can you get those? Yeah, you can just get them on Amazon. Hmm. We should get some. Oh, we're going to need them. <laughs> so Paranormal Studies and Inquiry Canada, which is a really cool website that I found. Um, I'll show it to you because it's called like alien stuff, cryptids. Like it's there's Well, that sounds like that it's people, perfect for this show. Yeah, there's uh, forums people can like post on, I think. <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> they say that Mr. Keith is ruined to be haunting the, the brewer, keeping an eye on things. However, he only generally causes mild poltergeist activity and that's all i really got on uh alexander keith himself mm-hmm. um a one-star review on TripAdvisor boasts a lack of sizing and the expensive shirts in the gift shop and a distaste for other people who bring their children on the tours uh, <laughs> and how google's posted hours is different than the actual brewery which is totally what they have but the positive re- reviews include <laughs> that it's uh great for the history and the ghost buff because it's haunted. So you went and read the reviews? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're dedicated to this show. <laughs> um, so the last thing that I actually have here is on a paranormal investigation group in Nova Scotia. And I did try contacting them through their Facebook page. And they looked at my message. Um, but... They didn't answer? They didn't respond. But I did only message them like a day ago. So... I'm not going to hold it against them. And if they do respond to me, then we can feature it later. That's fine. But Dave's going to hold it against them. <laughs> I'm still going to give them a shout out because they sound super fun and cool. And I want to meet them and 
play with ghosts with them one day. <laughs> so they're called the Lightworkers Paranormal Investigation Group. Um, it's an all-female unit of investigators with seven years of experience. Maybe uh, more. I'm since probably this... not welcome in this group. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> uh, maybe more since when this article was written, because I written because I did not look at the dates. Um, Kimberly Lapierre uh, is the founder and appears to run the Facebook page. Um, they look for evidence to validate people's experiences and they use equipment such as ghost boxes and they also sometimes bring trigger objects. So like if there's a child, they'll bring a doll. All right. So they bring like a bottle of beer. Yeah. Well, there's already beer there, but yeah. And I was thinking about that. They bring uh, Keith like to his, whatever you said, they bring him flowers and shit and beer. Yeah. I mean, the dude has had enough beer. Yeah. Bring him something else. He's like, I'm good. Bring me a cake. Like, I made that beer. I don't need it. <laughs> Um, according to another article, this group doesn't charge a fee and they're not trying to convert the non-believers. Um, the coast.ca article that I also read about them says, um, that during an investigation, they caught a light orb on film weaving between beer kegs. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Um, I also said that LaPierre seems legit because she seems to know the history, um, of, the places that they investigate not just like oh we're going to this haunted place let's find out if there's actually a ghost here um and in this article she stated that alexander and his also had a wife named eliza and a few children that all died before the age of five uh and then i wrote in brackets no wonder he drinks (laughs) (laughs) during the same investigation their cameraman had been touched by a cold hand and on his thought on his thigh and when he went home later he knows there was a bruise in the shape of a child's handprint um they also recorded audio of a child's voice saying eliza and then i wrote in brackets what kind of kid calls their mom by their first name (laughs) a well-behaved kid yeah (laughs) so well it could be not their kid that's true could have been another kid yeah your turn Oh, you're done. Okay. Fine. I like this. Uh, I liked your story a lot. Thank you. Would you like to know why I liked it specifically? Why? I got free beer out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I owed you beer anyways. I still owe you a case. What did you? I think you owe me two cases for something. Well, this is a case. It's a box. You've been drinking my beer. I only had two. <laughs> What was that for? Sharing is caring. We had a bet on something. Trevor's baby being born. Oh, yeah. That was a terrible bet on your behalf. Mm-hmm. I thought I had pretty good odds, though. Well, it was overdue. Yeah. All right. Moving right along, I guess. Mm-hmm. We've done the most haunted castle. Let's do the most haunted house. Ooh. In England. Ooh. Oh, I think I know what this is. Maybe. Okay. Tell me. Um, Is it... Does does the entire family have a pseudonym? Nope. Oh. <laughs> Is there a picture of a girl levitating at any point? I don't think so. Okay. Maybe I don't have the most haunted house. <laughs> Yours sounds way more intense than mine. Uh, I have the Borley Rectory. The what? The Borley Rectory. Okay. It's like a house for reverends. Okay. And their families. 
Well, we go. I have my topic for next episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it was named the most haunted house by a dude named Harry Price. <laughs> Harry Price, the guy who determines haunted houses. We're going to talk more about Harry Price later. Okay. Um, some background shit. The house was built by Reverend Henry Dawson Ellis Bull. Four names. Ooh. In 1862. Uh, but before that, before the house was built... This was supposedly the site of Benedictine Benedictine Monastery that was built in 1362, where a monk from the monastery and a nun from a nearby convent had an affair. Mm-hmm. That's not that's a big no-no. After they were discovered, the monk was executed, and the nun was bricked up inside the walls of her convent alive like the people in the castle exactly it's all con- london or england Fucking england yeah scary <laughs> as hell so yeah that's pretty fucked up um yeah i said he built it in 1862 the first reports of paranormal events were in 1863 and it was just pretty simple stuff just footsteps footsteps around the house um, there wasn't really anything more until uh, July 28th, 1900, when the four daughters of Bull saw a ghost of a nun in the twilight. When's twilight? I think it's... I was going to look that up, but I forgot. I think it's just after, like... I don't know. It's The witching hour is after... Is that like one, right? I don't know. Twilight is... A book series. Yeah. <laughs> Sometime <laughs> after dark. What's that have to do with light then? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Look it up. All right. Uh, they tried talking to her, but they, she disappeared as they got closer. Shit. I don't have a lot of information on this. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be that haunted then, can it? <laughs> no, there's more. Uh, many people claim to see ghosts over the years, over like the next four decades. Um, it changes between day. So twilight is at sunset, basically. So I wrote, when is twilight? And then in Washington, or it, well, in, and then it gave me the Wellington Nanaimo sunset time, which is 6.07. Twilight is the name given to the period between dawn and sunrise. Wait. So not sunset. Or between sunset and dusk. Okay, so it's like that flash of light. Yeah, it's when it's kind of like dark, but not dark. Right, okay. Do you know when the sun goes down, there's a flash of green light when it goes down? Just a split second. Anyway, um, one of the things that people would see all the time was a phantom coach. Not a hockey coach, like a horse. Like a Cinderella? Horses, yes. Like the pumpkin. Driven by two headless men. <gasps> Pretty cool, right? You know what I almost did? The Headless Horseman? Headless Stories. Well, because the Headless Horseman's like a book. Yeah. Like it's written by an author. Mm-hmm. But there's different like variations of the Headless Horseman throughout like different cultures. And I almost went with that. That's cool. Well, so, one of them is the Borley Rectory. Fun. Uh, 1892. This is just some background shit. 
Henry's son Harry took over because his dad died. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was really nothing I needed to write down. <laughs> anyway, Harry's taken over. We have to have the history. <laughs> All right, Harry. Is that, his name was actually Henry, but they call him Harry. On June 9th, 1928, Harry died and the rectory was left vacant. On October 2nd, Reverend Guy Eric Smith and his wife moved in. So it's all reverends. Um, they heard a lot of shit. Like, they saw the horsemen or the, the headless coach drivers. They report uh, hearing servant bells, even though they were disconnected. Uh, footsteps. They saw lights in the windows. Uh, shortly after they moved in, they found a brown package that had a young a woman's bomb? skull inside. <laughs> Not a bomb. <laughs> so it's like seven, but... <laughs> Sure, yeah. What? <laughs> what? Does he scream what's in the box at some point in that movie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> what's in the box? <laughs> Why is that funny? I don't know. You know what I also discovered was that I find really funny today uh-huh. is um, fuck-ups of language. What like, do you mean? Like of English and stuff, like especially if it's like anxiety driven or if someone like asks a stupid question and then like a new variation of a word like develops. So like the examples that I had from today was it was a it was like a thread of a bunch oh. <laughs> a bunch of people who in moments of anxiety mashed up two different sentences. And like said a new one, <laughs> so the the one main exa- the one that made me laugh like five minutes <laughs> was that this person meant to say, um, "Are you okay?" <laughs> and I'm fucking sorry to someone after they hurt them, <laughs> and ended up screaming at them. <laughs> Are you fucking sorry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just imagine it being like, "Are you fucking sorry?" <laughs> And then, like, another thing that really hit me in my giggle dick was... (laughs) (laughs) Giggle dick. Um, There was one time, there was a picture, and it was, like, someone on the internet had questioned, like, is Piglet a pig or an armadillo? (laughs) What? (laughs) Like, from Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) But why would it be an armadillo? (laughs) And the person's response was, well, his name's not fucking... (laughs) Armadillo lit? (laughs) (laughs) I just find something that's so funny. It is funny, but maybe not as funny as you find it. I wish this was on, like, camera, because your face... I think I find you more funny than your story, but it was great. Yeah. Just, just sometimes things are really funny. Sometimes things are funny. But why Why did what you just say make me think of that now? I forgot I already. I said, what's in the box? Oh, yeah. And then you jumped in. It was just in. the tone that you said it in that I found funny. Maybe. Yeah. I don't understand this sentence. Armadillo what? 
I said I wrote down June twelfth, nineteen twenty nine is when Harry. Oh, Harry Price, right? I was thinking the other Harry. Harry Price rolls in. Sup. Who was a paranormal investigator? Who claimed he's the guy who claimed that it was the most haunted house in England. Um. When he got there, shit got real. Uh, things were being thrown, such as rocks and vases were being tossed around. He said he saw spirit messages uh, being tapped out through a mirror, which I don't know what that means, but he said it. Um, but as soon as he left, all this stopped, which means Price is full of shit because he made it all up. Fuck Price. Uh, moving right along. October 16, 1930. First cousin to the Bulls, Reverend Lionel Algernon Foister. That's handy. Why? Having a reverend as a first cousin to expel your demons. His son was also a reverend. Mm-hmm. So many reverends. Um, and his wife, Marianne, and their adopted daughter, Adelaide, moved in. Ah, Adelaide. That's a cute name. It's also a city in Australia. Oh. <laughs> Australian language is funny, too. Yeah. Like... Everyone's a cunt. <laughs> I mean, I, I like that a lot. But I feel like the west of North America, uh-huh. like California, Oregon, Washington, and British Columbia, we all speak normal English. And the rest of the world speaks the wrong English. <laughs> like, you can understand everything we say no matter what we say. That's because we're from the west. and. But if a person from Australia came here... And we were speaking to them. They'd understand because we're saying words and you can understand them. They say them all fucked up and nobody can understand them. Yeah. Well, there's just different slang from different regions. I'm sure we have slang. We're not talking about slang. That's all their language is, is slang. Well, we don't have any then. Yeah. Like, it's not that they're not speaking English words. It's they're just using Our English is cleaner. (laughs) Yes. They're just like, hey, bunch of cunts. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to, that guy got pissered, and I don't know any of the Australian words. <laughs> I want to say throw shrimp on the Barbie, but that's too stereotypical. Oh, but cunt and pisser isn't? Uh, no. They're just me. true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Marianne, the wife, she started reporting windows being shattered, stones and bottles being thrown, wall writings, like shit peering on the walls. At one point, their daughter got locked in a room with no key. Hmm. Uh, at one occasion, Adelaide was attacked by, in quotes, this is what she said, something horrible. Okay. I don't know what that means. So, Foister, the, the reverend, he tried to exercise the house a bunch of times. Uh, the first time he did it, he was hit in the shoulder by a fist-sized rock. Scary, right? Mm-hmm. So, they contacted Price again to come in and check it out. Harry Price, you know, the investigator. That dude. And a bunch of other psychic researchers became interested in the place. Um, this is all coming to an end right here. Later, Marianne admitted that she caused all this paranormal shit to happen because she was having an affair <gasps> with a lodger named Frank Perlis. Wait, hold on. <laughs> she caused... Wait, 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 wait. So she caused it, like, she invited the negativity into no, her life because of that? No, she did it. Or she faked she that did shit? it. She faked it to cover up her affair. 
How does that cover up an affair? My only thought was, like, if he started getting interest, like, wondering about shit, like, oh, what are they doing? She'd shatter a window, so he'd be focused on that, (laughs) on ghosts. I'm just going to lock my daughter in a room. Yeah. Fucking ghost. Probably locked her in there so she can sneak out for a fuck Frank, yeah. So (laughs) this place isn't even haunted then. Well, there might be the Headless Horseman. Well, then the Headless Horseman. And, like, footsteps, but all this ramped up shit. Yeah. It's just Marianne and Price being full of shit. And they wasted their reverend cousin's time. (laughs) Well, she was married to the reverend at this point. That reverend was the cousin of the original owners, the bulls. So many reverends. (laughs) There was three, yes. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, this the one we're talking about right now is Reverend Lionel. She also cheated on a reverend. Yeah, her husband, the reverend. Rude. Yeah. And then uh, the house was badly damaged in a fire in 1939 and... Completely demolished in 1944. Did she cause that to cover up her affair too? No, they died in like 19-something before that. Or they left because the guy had some disease. That's what happened. Or they divorced and then they couldn't afford that. I think they stayed together. (laughs) What? Yeah. He's a reverend. He's forgiving. I'm not forgiving. (laughs) But (laughs) You want me and cheat on me? How fucked up is that? Fuck you. (laughs) She She knew the history of the house, so she covered up her affair by fucking shit up what a cunt yeah and not in a good way like australians (laughs) that's all i got it's not a lot but it's a little history of england i don't know how to make an english accent or i would either do i i have a big issue with british children i've probably mentioned this before uh maybe but hit me they freak me out you have mentioned this before why <laughs> i don't know there's just something about because the like to, to me the english accent is just like if i could describe it in shapes like like or in like visuals i guess it's like very rounded like it's round it's a round accent and what that means um i don't know i'm just trying and what's our accent then flat because we make sense <laughs> i don't know um and then like southern accents are like kind of sharp but only at the end like it's like flat and then it like dips down like a backwards division sign <laughs> anyways uh, i hope other people understand what you're saying i don't get well, it well like can you imagine if like you had to describe colors to a blind person i couldn't like how would you i wouldn't well, you'd have to describe it in other ways, like feel, like feelings and like okay. sounds, right? So if you were to describe the color red, I'd be like, "It's loud." Yeah, it's loud. It's 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 uh, angry. It's um, in like, your face. Yeah, it's in your face. It's, it's gonna get you pulled over by the cops. Yeah, like you'd just be like, "Boom!" Or like another person might describe it as like, "Oh, well, red, sexy." It's this. It's that. But I'm trying to discover or describe a sound to you in a visual and a feeling. Yeah. Still don't get it though. Anyways. I understand what you're trying to do. (laughs) So I don't feel like that little round sound should come from like a small child because children already have like, and I I also don't like, I don't like a lot of children with accents in general. Like it's not just England, (laughs) but primarily England because those are the ones we run into the most. 
Are you sure you just don't like kids? No, I like kids. Kids are cute. That's it, though. They're fun. They like cars. Yeah. They like dinosaurs. That's true. Like, <laughs> we got things in common. It's cool. Um, <laughs> but one time, I was a kid once. <laughs> I went to the Toy Story three movie, and we're like, I didn't like. It was me and a couple friends, and then there was like a bunch of children, and all of a sudden, the little girl behind me got up to say something to her mom, and all of a sudden, she was like. Mommy, are they going to be okay? And I was like, ah, just go away. This is not the place to be scary. I'm trying to cry right now because they're going in the incinerator. And now you just ruined my feels because now Whoa. I'm afraid of you. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but yeah, I was not expecting a little British girl to start talking behind me in the middle of a dark room. <laughs> I think those little girls in The Shining are British, right? I don't think they talk. Don't they say come play with us? I think they forever do. Oh. and ever I don't think they're and ever. Yeah, I don't think they are either. <laughs> now the that kids, I'm saying the, it. I think the kids from like Children of the Corn are though. Yeah, I feel like that's yeah. accurate. Scary. Scary. The little blue boy is English. Who had his fingers worn down to nubs? He probably talked uh, behind someone in a dark movie theater, and that person holed them up in a wall. I don't think they had movie theaters in the 1900s. The theater. <laughs> he went and saw some Shakespeare. When was Shakespeare? Probably before the 1900s. But when? Like the 1600s, 1400s. Well, it's definitely before the 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> but this was in 1200s. Oh, maybe not Shakespeare. Yeah, I feel like Shakespeare was more recent than that. That's true. My mom's trying to tell me a story. Ooh, you want to read it on the podcast? Then it's like your mom's on the show. Oh, well, yeah, sure. She goes, <laughs> Trevor's on TV. He's a celebrity. LOL. Trevor Hughes? Yeah. And then she goes, or, and then I just responded really quickly, what's he on TV for? Question mark. And then he goes, the grocery store. He was putting meat out. So he's on a commercial. Yeah. That's cool. I think you told me that. Shout out to Trevor. Check out his commercial. You can find it on the local news. What up, Trev? He's not listening. T-Dog. Uh, yeah. Ghosts. There you have it, folks. Mm-hmm. You think we should get some ghost hunting equipment? Let us know. Also, let us know how you liked our bonus episode and our mini episode. And That's coming out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. No, wait. That's a week ago. And I'm so lost now. <laughs> You can rate, subscribe, review. Oh on yeah, we iTunes. gotta plug shit. <laughs> yeah, you can also find us on Instagram Thank you. at Sasquatch Ate My Baby. You can find us on Twitter at Sas Ate My Baby. Yep. On Facebook at Sasquatch Ate My Baby. You can email us directly at Sasquatch Ate My Baby at gmail dot com. Please, do I want some ghost stories from you? Yeah, you can find Dave on both Twitter and Instagram now. At Dave White 1990. Yay, it's so much simpler now. Yay! You only have to say it once. And you can find me on both Instagram and Twitter at Catalina Holt with a K. Yeah. Cool. That's it. I think so. We're going to build a website one day. We have it. We just have I own it. We just, <laughs> we just have to build it. Cool. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. You got anything else to say? I'm good. That was fun. Bye, friends.